the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Always Right Radio with Bob France on The Answer. All right, 1035. Thanks again to Professor Hill. I did not realize I was speaking to him today from Jamaica, uh, but that's where he was. Perhaps that explains why we had some of the distortion and the static on the line. But uh, he is uh, he is a brilliant writer. He is a true Christian, and he believes, and I concur with him, uh, that it is it is incumbent upon all of us Christians to support our Jewish friends um, and support the state of Israel unapologetically and unreservedly. Uh, do not be ambiguous about this. There is no moral equivalence between Hamas and radical Muslim terrorists and the free Jewish state of Israel. There is no moral equivalence if indeed um, there are civilian casualties in Gaza. It does not equate to what was done unprovoked by Hamas to the Israelis on October 7th. They have a right not only to defend themselves, they have a right to make sure that no such attack ever happens again. And that means rooting out every element of Hamas from Gaza. Uh, it means truly ripping them out root and branch. And um, and we, they have to have our support. I concur with Professor Hill. All right. There are some people who disagree with that. Sadly, many of them are on our college campuses across the country and here in the state of Ohio as well. Pro-Palestinian and anti-Semitic groups trying to blame Israel for the attack and in many cases to deny that any of the atrocities even happened. They are all over the place, just like the Holocaust deniers. Now we have the, uh, the uh, uh, assault on the state of Israel, the worst since the Holocaust, deniers as well. Many of them are in college classes. Many of them are teaching college classes. And joining us now to talk about that and more on what's going on campus is Ohio State Senator Jerry Serino on AM 1420, The Answer. Senator, good morning. Good to have you back. How are you? Good. I'm great, Bob. Thank you, and it's great to be back. It's good to talk to you. I know you've been watching this all very closely from some of our previous conversations, uh, Senator Serena. So I want to give you some some room here just to kind of talk about what you are seeing and how concerned you are about the pro-Hamas protests that are going on on campuses, including Ohio State, uh, including, uh, again, many, many across the country and including in our Buckeye State. Go ahead. Well, I, as, as everyone uh, has been, and I shouldn't say everyone, as many people have been uh, really uh, shocked uh, and chagrined by the campus responses on this, uh, this terrible event, um, it, it, should, it should be noted that uh, this has been festering for a long time on campuses. And I've been involved in higher education since I got to the Senate in trying to get across a number of reforms, Bob. And, but I will tell you that what we're seeing now on campuses is, is not just demonstrations, because demonstrations have always been a part of campus life, I guess, back into the 60s, certainly. Agreed, yes. But what, what we're seeing here is the result of decades of, and, and, and currently as well, of, of, of professors who are socialist slash Marxist in their, in their belief system, 
who have been uh, indoctrinating students, criticizing the United States, democracy, capitalism, uh, calling our country a colonial exploiter who should pay for the sins of the past. Those are all the things that, that are run in common with the response you're seeing today, uh, which is not an educated response, and that's because they have been taught, these students have been taught what to think, not how to think. Uh, and I think it's, it's just, you know, it's not free expression, it's hatred, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, uh, condoning uh, inhumane acts. Uh, this is not a political issue on campus. This is an issue of, uh, of these students and many of their professors, and there have been many professors quoted already in the, in the uh, media who have, have called the Hamas attack, uh, you know, uh, in very positive terms. They've called it a resistance. They've called it uh, one professor at Cornell said it, that the attack was exhilarating and exciting. Uh, and, of course, we all know about the Harvard students uh, who have uh, uh, co-signed um, uh, a letter from all 30 various organizations. Yeah, 31 um, different student they, groups I, representing hundreds. I don't know the exact number, but I'll say hundreds of, of Harvard students. And, uh, and oh, by the way, uh, there are calls now in some circles for their names to be released. The names of all these think, groups, uh, because um, if you are pro-Hamas, if you are pro-terrorist, quite frankly, I think any potential employer that might consider hiring you out of Harvard should know that. Absolutely, and, and, it, and it tells you about the character of the person. You know, it's, it's sure. not, uh, not hiring somebody because of a pure political belief. This is not a political issue. This is the condemnation of an act that was inhumane, genocidal, these organizations that these students are saying they support uh, have as their core mission the elimination of Israel, the elimination of, of, of the Jewish people, of their religion. Uh, that, is not a, that is not a matter of free speech and free expression. This is inciting violence, uh, and we will see and are, are already seeing some violence uh, uh, around the country. You know, I was I was delighted to see a letter yesterday from the Wexner Foundation that sent, was sent to Harvard to their board of trustees. They've had a long-standing relationship of sending uh, Israel's public leaders uh, for uh, uh, rigorous academic courses at Harvard at the Kennedy School, uh, and they have now severed all relationships uh, with Harvard as a result of uh, the activities with the students and the faculty expressing support for these horrific acts. Senator, let me ask you uh, this. Um, the the, the pro-Palestinian slash pro-Hamas uh, protesters aside, um, we have been a charitable people. We have been a nation that cares about other suffering. We have brought <coughs> refugees into this country from war zones across the world many, many times. <clears throat> And now there seems to be a call in some circles to bring Gaza refugees to the United States, considering the fact that uh, Israel is warning them to get out because they are coming for Hamas. They do want to minimize civilian casualties, but there's nobody in the Middle East willing to take them. Jordan, Egypt, Syria, they have all, which are all bordering Israel, um, they are all uh, refusing to take Gaza refugees. Some want to bring them here. Uh, some in the United States governments, a government wants to bring them here. Do you think it would be wise? Do you think we would be well served to have Palestinian refugees um, in the state of Ohio? I, I do not think it would be wise. I think it tells you a great deal about the other related neighboring Arab nations uh, in the Middle East who will not take these people. There's reasons why they won't take them. 
uh, if they really cared about the Palestinians, uh, they would they would take them in. But they realized that uh, it, they will be bringing in many people who have been educated and indoctrinated and sworn to the elimination of Israel and uh, doing things that necessarily their governments might not agree with. Uh, the other part of it is that we, we, we don't even know how to administer uh, our southern border today. Uh, and who knows how many terrorists are, are coming, have come into the border uh, since the Biden administration opened things up here. Uh, so I think it would be a, a terrible idea. It, it also, we need to remind everybody that Hamas does not really care about the Palestinian people. If they did, they wouldn't have used Gaza as a base uh, to attack Israel. They would have been using their resources and energies to prepare to pre- uh, prepare a nice place for Palestinians to coexist with Israel in the, in Gaza. They don't care about them. That's why they they put their headquarters uh, in, underneath hospitals, yeah. and that's why they they put their armaments in 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 uh, playgrounds in schools. If they really cared about the Palestinian people, they wouldn't do those things. And we all know they've been doing that historically. Well, it's not only uh, Senator Serino uh, a lack of caring for them; it's it, it's intentionally, you know, causing them to die. I mean, it, quite literally, they are human shields. They know that if they put these things here, Israel will strike where the uh, you know where the uh, rocket and missile attacks came from, and it's going to kill people in a school or in a, in a hospital and so forth. And then they get to you. First of all, they say, "Hey, don't worry, you're going to be martyred. It's uh, it, it's all good for you when you die in this horrific attack from the uh, you know from the Zionists. You know." You're going, to, you're going to go to be with Allah, you're going to be martyred, and that's a great thing. And then they get more fuel for their propaganda campaign against Israel to turn the rest of the world against them. So it's not just that they don't care about Palestinians, they're actively sacrificing them in order to advance their terror goals. That's right. And these students don't understand the history. I doubt whether the vast majority of students protesting could even find Gaza on a map. Not a chance. Okay? They, 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 because they've been taught what to think, not how to think. If they... If they were taught how to think by, by good professors, and there are many good professors out there, I'm not painting everybody with the same brush, but uh, if they were taught how to think, they would analyze the situation. They would understand uh, how the Palestinians are being taken advantage of by Hamas and Hezbollah and Iran. Um, and, and again, I, this also relates to the feckless foreign policy that the Biden administration has executed relative to Iran. Iran the mullahs must be laughing all day long when they watch the American policy and how we are financing what they're doing. Uh, I mean, it's it's a joke, and we need to replace this administration with an administration who can be firm with Middle East uh, foes because that is all that they understand. Yeah, you're you're exactly right about that. And in fact, one quick follow up on that, and then we'll get into SB eighty three, which is very important to this and more. Um, to let you know how unfearful they are and how little respect they have for American strength and the weak president that's over there now shuffling along and uh, trying to carry on coherent conversations. Just over an hour ago, uh, Iran's foreign minister posted an ominous tweet that says time is running out for Israel. Hossein Amir Abdelhalian uh, posted the tweet after Hamas blamed Israel for that blast at the hospital. Uh, quote, after the terrible crime of the Zionist regime and the bombing and massacre of more than 1,000 innocent women and children in the hospital, the time has come for the global unity of humanity against this fake regime, more hated than ISIS and kill and its killing machine. Time is over. 
uh, and that's in capital letters. That's the message sent by the Iranians. Um, they have no fear whatsoever of Israel nor of their allies in the United States. And, and what I fear more than the threats of Iran or any other Middle East country is the, I fear the lack of cogent and, and passionate response from our president. Uh, I, I do not feel comfortable uh, knowing that he's uh, he's in charge here and uh, is going to have to respond to that. His being in Israel, I think, was a huge mistake. I think, I think, in my personal opinion, Bob, I believe that he he went there to try to moderate uh, Netanyahu and his response. Uh, agree. I think um, I think he's going to throw Netanyahu under the bus ultimately. But I agree that this needs to be taken to its natural conclusion. And Hamas, which is not a country, and some of these students think Hamas is a country, uh, unfortunately, uh, needs to be eliminated because they are they are sworn to the elimination of a people. And we we cannot stand for that in the world community. Yeah, I think that's exactly correct. I said that at the top of my show this morning. I believe Biden is over there. He's giving the public sentiments, you know, we stand with you. You are not alone, you know, to Netanyahu and the Jewish state. Uh, but I think privately he's absolutely telling him what the, the left is saying in Congress right now, which is proportionate response. Yes, you have a right to defend yourself, but please be proportionate. Try to minimize the civilian casualties. In other words, let Hamas go on. Do not wipe them right. out, root and branch. Let them reconstitute themselves, and in six, eight months, maybe a year or two, they'll come back with round two, uh, or maybe even earlier than that, of what they started on October 7th. You cannot negotiate peace between two parties when one party is sworn to the elimination of the other. Exactly. It's that yeah. simple. That is exactly right, and, uh, and and Joe Biden either does not know that or does not care about that because he's got other... Uh, other uh, ambitions and other agendas to uh, to advance. So, Senator, so we're talking about what's going on at the college campus level uh, in Ohio and around the country. Let's talk about Senate Bill 83. Uh, I checked this morning, and uh, sure enough, I'm disappointed once again on where it stands. It, of course, has been passed by the Senate. It's out of House committee. Now it's under, quote, reported by committee, whatever that means. Then it has to be uh, voted on and passed by the House. Seems like the last time we talked, it was in the same place. Why are they not moving? Well, we actually have been moving. Uh, it, it maybe hasn't been reported as much, but I've been working very closely with uh, uh, Representative Tom Young, who's chairman of the House Higher Ed Committee. We're making a few ad- adjustments to the uh, and amendments to the bill, uh, and it will uh, be presented to the House Committee next week. Uh, it'll be reviewed, and uh, it eventually, uh, a week later, I believe, will be voted out of committee. Uh, and recommended for for uh, t- taking it to the floor of the House in uh, the middle of November. Um, <clears throat> so the bill is not dead. It was reported by... No, I didn't think it was uh, dead. Uh, I, I apologize. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I know it's not dead. I'm looking at the legislature, web, legislature website and, uh, and looking at the status report here. And, and again, as I said, right. it says in-house committee, and then it has to get to be reported by the committee and then passed by the House. So uh, it's not right. dead, but it is moving just really slowly, and I don't understand why. Um, but but you, you're confident that in a week it'll get out of committee? I, I believe so, and uh, w- within a week or two. And the reason it's been slowed is because the House, if you look at the House schedule for their floor sessions when they vote, uh, they had a session last week, uh, and they don't have another session scheduled until the middle of November. So things can't get passed if they're not in session. Yeah. So and that's that's up to the Speaker, and I, I don't have any certainly any input into that. But that also obviously slows legislation down. But there are, there are, I can tell you for sure that there are uh, lots of things going on about the bill. We're doing some fine-tuning. 
I got one or two issues that we're still working through here with the House, but we're working closely together because I think there's a lot of people in the House who understand that this bill is necessary because what we're seeing on campuses now in terms of this influence of the Marxist socialist faculty members around the country uh, and in the state of Ohio, that, that this is what we're, this is the result of things swinging so far to the left and not being balanced and not, uh, uh, you know, not having uh, diversity of opinion on campus. This is the kind of result you get when that goes unabated And 80 Senate bill 83 uh, is is going to be a major step in trying to move things uh, more more closely to the center. The Ohio Higher Education Enhancement Act, and it's going to give people, you know, students a right to free speech without threat of reprisal by uh, by the universities, you know, by the by the, the socialist Marxist professors you're talking about, administrators or any other disciplinary organizations. It's extraordinarily important. And right now, I mean, it's something that could be very, very helpful. You can't be pro-Israel. You can't be in support right. of, of, of the Jewish state. Uh, you're called a Zionist. You're attacked. I mean, quite literally, these Palestinian protesters Protests are getting so out of hand on many campuses, they're chasing down people carrying signs or Israeli flags, chasing them down, taking them, tearing them up, stomping on them, and in some cases assaulting them, because there is no belief in equal free expression. Um, if you right. aren't with the, the, the mob, you are a victim of the mob, is essentially what it's come down to on these campuses. Well, and this has become a very local issue since we're in uh, northeastern Ohio, Bob. You know, Cleveland State University, the faculty senate uh, back uh, in, in, uh, in I think it was in May, uh, voted before we even introduced any amendments or changes to the bill originally. They voted a no, no confidence in this bill. Now, it doesn't have any technical or official uh, uh, status, but it, it, and, and the president, the, the, the president supported it as well uh, against this bill. And so, of course, the faculty, the entrenched faculty, um, who who have enjoyed forty or fifty years of doing things their way, of course they're going to resist any change uh, because they want to keep doing what they've been doing and not welcoming uh, diversity of thought. Uh, they want to keep spending taxpayers' money uh, and in, on programs that really don't impact students' ability to find good jobs. And I was very disappointed in Cleveland State's uh, faculty union and in in the president uh, for not supporting at least some parts of Senate Bill 83. We could argue some of them, certainly, but they took a carte blanche approach and just said, no, we don't like the entire bill. I find it hard to believe that a bunch of intellectuals who make a living supposedly being intellectuals would take that kind of a broad reaction to a bill that has a number of uh, very important elements in it. Senator, I want to ask you about an article that ran uh, in the Plain Dealer last one week ago. One week ago today, last Wednesday. Headlined, Senate Bill 83 dumbs down Ohio's American government and history standards. This op-ed by, uh, by a professor... Uh, at Ohio State, uh, named uh, Steve Rissing. He directed Ohio State University's introductory biology program. Uh, Professor Emeritus, I guess I should say he is now, uh, from Ohio State. He argues that Senate Bill 83 is going to essentially dumb down government and history standards. And I know you have a response. Go ahead. That, that is absolutely absurd. And uh, only a biology professor would, uh, would would make that statement, I suppose. Uh, the, but look, the the the, the bill uh, is is the intent of that section of the bill 
is to make sure that we we don't graduate students, regardless of their major, architecture, biology, you know, et cetera, that, that they leave with at least a three-hour course exposure or something equivalent, uh, and we make allowances for equivalencies in the bill, uh, that they know something about the American government. We have way too many graduates here, many of them protesting right now on the uh, Israeli issue, who don't understand the fundamentals of our Constitution, of free speech, uh, of, of free expression, uh, they, because they don't know. They don't know the history of, and the founding of our country. All they focus on are the um, what they're told by their professors are, are the sins of our past. And there were many things that we, you know, our history has the good, the bad, and the ugly, as I like to say. But we, we don't want to just focus on the ugly. We have corrected a number of ugly things that, that were in place in this country. Uh, but they're not getting that balanced approach. And so I don't know what dumbing down. I think the dumbing down has occurred, has occurred by the writer of that article, uh, editorial, because, because if, if he really understood the bill and even reached out to talk to me about it, he would have a different viewpoint because this is really intended to help students make sure that when they graduate from a university in a state of Ohio, in one of our public universities, they have been exposed to founding documents, the Constitution, uh, and um, in other related um, writings that we have outlined in the uh, in the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what on earth would be wrong with that. Yeah, well, that's because you're not a radical leftist, because uh, that's what would be wrong with that. They they choose to make up their history as it goes along and rewrite and revise that which we already know. And uh, that, of course, is uh, contrary to what uh, what should be happening in our educational institutions at the highest level and below as well. Uh, Senator Jerry Serino, thank you for speaking out on this. Thank you for uh, your common sense approach to this. Uh, we're going to continue to watch very closely the passage or the uh, the progress of 83. And next time we talk, we'll talk more about that ridiculous Cleveland bill and, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> plan to uh, take uh, millions and millions of, uh, of city taxpayer dollars to give them to unelected individuals to spend as they wish. I know you're working very hard on stopping that at the state level as well. Next time we talk, we'll do that. And I appreciate your time, sir. Great. Thank you, Bob. 1057 timeout. Colonel Kurt after the top of the hour. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.